things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold. Now, here are your hosts, father and son, Mike and Sean Reagan, with the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast. Sorry, Bleeding Green and Gold fans, but this was a horrible game for the Packers. They lose to the Jets 10-27, to and it honestly could have been worse. So now we're two games behind the Vikings, who are in first place. Yeah, we uh, had to talk about a disappointing loss last week, and unfortunately, we're talking about an even uglier one this week. It seems like they're just kind of all discombobulated on pretty much every level of the team, at least in this game. I agree. I would agree. And it's like, you know, you, you look at it last week and you're like, well, I mean, we got to be on rock bottom. You know, we go up from here. Like, and no, no we found a new bottom. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was painful to watch. It was, it was just, oh my gosh. Now and, the whole fourth quarter, it was kind of like, what am I doing with my life? Watching this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could have gotten to that point before the fourth quarter because, uh, wow, it just, so many, as you said, all facets, you know, from mm-hmm. offense, defense, special teams, um, just wow. Yeah. Got a field goal at the end of the first half to kind of give us some hope. But other than that, it was just ugly. Well, so I'm, I'm guessing you rewatched the game then. To take I, no, I did not. I did watch that <laughs> video clip you sent of the um our <laughs> offensive line play that was that was stellar um, yeah it was sped up too much i wanted to be able to watch it a little better because it was like boom watch here boom watch here boom watch here mm-hmm. but it was uh oh my gosh it was just really sad it felt really felt like um we had a uh, a division two offensive line out there playing against an nfl team because they were stunting, they were the guys we had. They were running three, four guys, and they were still able to hit Rogers, stop the running game. Um, mm-hmm. Multiple times, you see the offensive lineman kind of just letting a guy run past him, like he missed his assignment altogether. Thought someone else was picking him up, and yeah, yeah, it's like he had a guy too. What do you? I, it's not like it's the first time you guys have played together, I, and. Mm-hmm. They just really seemed out of sorts, but yeah, Bakhtiari looked pretty good. Yeah, um, but yeah, one out of five on the line isn't great. <laughs> yeah, I mean everybody else is horrible. Yeah, you're gonna look pretty good. You're not horrible, but uh, I saw from ESPN that uh, Rogers completed just eight of twenty-seven passes. That's just under thirty percent passes that have traveled twenty or more yards, and. Uh, the previous two seasons combined, he was at 41.8% on those throws. So it's just, it's not looking good. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's, if we can blame it all on the wide receivers. Cause there's so many times we've seen him so far this year in the six games that it's like he throws and there's nobody there. 
or yeah. it's way off or it's behind. <laughs> I do think, especially this game, a lot of it was the offensive line. You know, there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do with pressure and guys getting through on every play, it felt like. Um, but he didn't look good. I've seen Rogers clips of him in the media quite a bit uh, since this game, more than I typically, or maybe I know he does talk to the media quite a bit, but I don't usually seek it out. But he, he seems pretty openly frustrated with the team right now. He's hmm. calling to simplify the offense. I saw an interview he was giving about how um, issues and flaws in the like motion schemes that they're running right now and that he misses the West coast offense, things like that. So I don't know. It's uh discontent at the high highest level when you have the star quarterback is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and if he wasn't upset, I would think that there's something wrong. I mean, you, you know, it's just that he's, he's used to playing as we all are all watching, used to watching at a really high mm-hmm. level. Um, if we have a, a bad game, you can turn it around. But boy, it's uh, I mean, now the next game we play the uh, Washington Commanders, and uh, that's gonna if we lose that game, wow! I think we need to start shipping guys out. I mean, part of this whole season when we did the preseason podcast was talking about this string of easier wins we have in the first half of the schedule before some tougher matchups, and it's like. Nothing's coming easy at this point. Um, quite a bit of drama around the commanders and their owner, Dan Snyder, right now. Have you been following that at all? <laughs> it's been for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're trying to do a vote to get him out of the league. And apparently he has investigative people he's hired to dig up dirt on the other owners. So he's saying there's no way they'll vote him out. But <laughs> it's... Was that crazy. Jay Ed- Edgar Hoover? Wasn't he the one that, that nobody would ever kick him off because he had so much dirt on everybody else in yeah. politics? The original head of the FBI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, um, but we're gonna we're gonna have um, what's his name? He's not Carson Wentz is hurt. He had to have surgery mm-hmm. on his uh, finger, his ring finger. So Taylor Heineke is going to be. Uh, Starting at quarterback here. Heineke. Sounds good. I sprained and, my Heineke. I mean, Carson Wentz, he's known for giving uh, quite a few opportunities to the defense to begin with. So I wouldn't have been overly worried typically playing against them. But right now, you never know. And I mean, our, our past defense did hold up well this game. Um, we It was very... I'd say one of the few bright spots this game was to see them finally playing man. Um, yes. Lining up on the receivers at the line, using our talented defensive backs, you know, the way we have thought this whole time they should be used, not playing soft zones and just letting things up easily. And uh, um, Jair Alexander, pretty much the whole game, shadowed Garrett Wilson around the field, who's been there star rookie receiver this year he ended up with only one catch for eight yards and that's when jair wasn't on him Uh, so that that was good to see uh we did not allow much in the passing game uh zach wilson only 10 of 18 for 110 yards sacked twice but that did not seem to matter much partly because they ran the ball so effectively Mm -hmm. yeah 
yards Pre- after the run too. I mean, if you're after the first touch, I should say, yeah. the, um, our tackling, what that was one part on defense that really didn't look good. <laughs> yeah. Which is something we, we were kind of hanging our hat on. I think after the first two weeks, like we were like, Oh, ugly loss to the Vikings, but we tackled well. Then we got that win. And we're like, yeah, you know, tackling has really been good this year. Joe Barry was really improving that last year. Glad we have that. But I don't know what happened. It's completely gone away, mm-hmm. this last string of games. Uh, between their top two running backs, Brees Hall and Michael Carter, they had 157 yards, and they averaged 6.3 yards between the two of them. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Why would you have Zach Wilson throw the ball? You can run it twice and have a first down. And the Packers only ran 20 times for 60 yards total between Dylan and Jones. And it's like the average was 3.0. And every week they talk about, you know, you see Matt LaFleur in the postgame saying, oh, you know, we didn't do enough to get Aaron Jones the ball. We need to remedy that. Da, 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 da. He had three carries in the first half. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it get either. It. I don't know. We rank uh, 12th in yards per rush, um, but we just haven't had enough attempts. In the past two games, we've combined for only 40 rushes, which is mm-hmm. the third fewest among teams that have played in both weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's just going backwards from what everybody's doing lip service, but they're not doing what they say they need to do. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's not getting better. A uh, little spoiler alert for later in the podcast. If people remember, I did pick against the pack Packers for one of the few times. Um, you know, it, it hurt my soul to do it a little, but I had a bad feeling about this game, especially the energy that the Jets are playing with. And man, was it bittersweet watching the game, thinking like, well, I got that right on the podcast, but man, was it yeah, worth but- it? <laughs> Sean couldn't wait till we got to the picks to, to let us know that. So he just had to get that in there right now. That's not what it is. I'm saying it's bittersweet. It hurts to lose to the Jets, the perennial sucky team in the league for how long now? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a really weird year. Um, if you look across the league on different quarterbacks, you know, I think Tom Brady, he, he maybe he's, questioning coming back this year of course he's getting divorced now um as the rumor has it um <clears throat> but it's just been you know some of the the top quarterbacks in the league have been really struggling uh so far this year so but mm-hmm. you know the packers have had eight turnovers through six games in lefleur's first three seasons seasons they had 13 11 and 13 and right now we've got eight in six games not good. <laughs> no. Rogers got hit nine times. How many times did he get sacked? Twice? Uh, let me double check. Four sacks for 36 sacks. yards. Oh, man. Four sacks. Hopeful. You were just, hopeful. Oh, now, he man. was under pressure the whole game, even the yep. throws yep. he was getting off. And part of the problem with the receivers, like we've seen, you know, they're not – typically winning the individual matchups. According to the stats, Romeo Dubs is open um, quite a bit. Um, so that's good to see. But we don't currently, it seems like, have guys that can beat their defender fast. You know, they're not open quickly. 
for that quick passing game that Rodgers likes to do, the one-two, get the ball out. Um, the guys aren't open yet. You know, they're, right. it's more when they develop the route that we see things happen, and it's, I don't know. It's just not working what they're doing right now, and I'm sure they're trying to figure it out, but it's frustrating to see in the meantime. I hear you. It's um, it, it's hard to do these when um, you don't want to be negative, but it really, I do. It's really hard to find something positive to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, part of it is I'd say that the past defense has been solid. That that's one thing we can hang our hat on um, in this game, and we we saw the scheme that we wanted to see. Uh, with that and it worked out you know we didn't get burned by Zach Wilson at any point we didn't get beat deep we just got beat by the run game and some big runs at that mm-hmm. so I don't know it was are we done is that it yeah pretty close <laughs> I'm trying to see I mean, what was uh, I'm trying to remember his name he uh he just got off injured reserve, the wide receiver, um, Mr. Um, Juwan Winfrey. No, the, the, the guy who always gets hurt. Uh, is it Watson? Um, oh, he's off IR now? Yeah. I thought he was still hurt. Or is this when he's first eligible? Sammy to be Watkins. Off? That's yeah, Sammy doing. Watkins. Sorry. Yeah. I had thought I thought you said it. Um, he's eligible to be off. Is he off of it? He's still on injured reserve, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like Lafleur said today. Well, I, nobody really knows if he'll be able to play this week. And you know, I mean, I just bubble wrap the guy, put him in a big refrigerator box full of packing peanuts, and just just put him in there and don't let him do anything until it's game time. Mm-hmm. And you know, part of the reason we were able to get him is because he has such a history of injuries. Mm-hmm. And what one good game with us and then we saw him go on IR and uh, it's frustrating to see it's frustrating that Christian Watson who we want to see develop as well is also out with that hamstring injury mm-hmm. um, he was a do not practice again we can go over the injuries a little more in depth in a bit here but he was do not practice still with the hamstrings so I don't know when we'll see him back right right we had was it Amari Rogers is he number eight I believe kind of doing that motion across the field, uh, making them worry about the jet sweep. But we we never used it. It is Amari. We never used it. Um, so how much are they really going to respect it? How does exactly. it affect them if we don't never give it to them? <clears throat> yeah. uh, We've got a lot of places like that where we're trying to fake you out, but we don't really do anything. Just the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game, as you said, it was so hard to really critique the offense because the the offensive line looked like they were paid off. They, they were just a sieve. It was, uh, it was horrible. Yeah. And like um, you said, it wasn't anything special. Like they, they have a, you know, pretty impressive guy in Quincy Williams. Quinnen Williams was getting a lot of pressure as well. Um, confusing how similar those names are on their defense. Um, he had three QB hits, but a lot of what they were doing was just pretty simple stunts, moving guys mm-hmm. around, things like that, where we should be able to pick that up. You are NFL linemen. You know, the, the defense can move around a little and you should still know what to do. So what if some of it goes back to the, the energy level 
uh, we've, we've been talking about this year. It just hasn't ramped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, one thing we've seen a lot this year, A.J. Dillon ended at 10 carries, 41 yards, so averaging 4.1, but he has not looked like the same back that we saw last year. Um, he, he seems like he's constantly in that three yard average range, low fours. Um, not what we're used to seeing from him. And it just doesn't seem like he's able to hit the holes the same way that he was. He's not able to kind of make those big runs. He's just hitting the line and falling forward a few yards. Yeah. I wonder how much that is the offensive line too, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's hard to not, not able to get any momentum going. He's hit it right away when he gets handed Mm -hmm. off. Um, special teams gave up a blocked field goal and a punt. Um, that was exciting. Yeah, this was really our first bad special teams performance um, of the year, which is weird to say, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, the, there was definitely some cracks in it this time. But we we also did block a punt. Yes, we did. Which yeah. we, I. I don't know. I can't recall the last time we blocked a kick, field goal, or punt. I don't remember. At all. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't either. It was it was really hard to watch. I mean, at one point, I just muted the TV, your mom, and I just started chatting. And I was just I kept watching it. It's like, like you said, at what point, you know, why am I continuing to watch this? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just there was no redeeming quality except to watch and see how bad they really were going to be. Yeah. No, it was, it was frustrating. Um, on the receiving court, Robert Tunyon ended our, ended up as our best receiver on the day at tight end, big Bob, 10 catches for 90 yards. He was used quite a bit. Uh, Alan Lazard, four catches, 76 yards. He had that really nice 35 yard crazy. That was crazy. It kind of gave gave you a little hope, and then it... Yeah, it's the hope that kills you, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Randall Cobb had one catch before going out with what he apparently thought was a fractured ankle. Mm -hmm. They're saying it's a high ankle sprain. Two to four weeks, I believe, is what they're saying. Yeah. For him to come back, but that's a pretty big blow with how thin we are at wide receiver, but that did give Amari Rogers one of his few chances to join the receiving core who he was only targeted once, but he did have a nice 14 yard catch and run for a first down there. That looked pretty good, but that's all that we saw from him. We saw him on the field a lot. We saw him doing those little jet sweeps that they didn't hand it to him on. But other than that, it was only the one target. Right. And a few drops from AJ Dillon who has been, Typically, for how big of a running back it, he is, pretty sure-handed. Um, mm-hmm. So it was it was interesting to see those kind of absent-minded drops from him. Yeah, and I don't remember him as well as you do, but uh, some of the those passes that Aaron was doing to the running backs and the short passes were just trying to keep the play alive. He was getting creamed mm-hmm. and chased around, and so it, maybe it wasn't the best – a ball for him to catch. I don't remember specifically. So mm-hmm. did you, uh, did you happen to see that John Runyon got fined? He did a leg whip during the giants game. He I got fined 
by his dad, John Runyon. <clears throat> he could, his uh, dad is the NFL vice president of policy and rules administration. So he got fined $5,215. And I like the quote I saw from um, John Jr. He, uh, he said, uh, you know, I thought once I got out of college, my dad would quit punishing me. <laughs> I was going to ask if he learned about it via an angry voicemail from his dad or something. No, it was a very official um, letter. No mention of, hey, son. A <laughs> <laughs> um, few points to talk about on the defense. Um, well, let's start with the good. Um, Kingsley Ingabari, Ingabari um, had a sack on only four pass rushing snaps, uh, did well in seven run defense snaps. So, you know, he's been kind of a little more integrated into the defense and he played well this game. Adrian Amos played pretty well, um, seven tackles, did not miss a tackle and gave up only uh, one completion and had a pressure on a blitz. That's about the only highlights on defense other than that. Devondre Campbell, we once again did not see much from him. He has not had the year he had last year. I don't know if it's we're playing a different scheme, which I know we are having the two inside linebackers. He's not the sole guy in there anymore with Quay Walker coming in. Um, I don't know if it's him getting paid and that fire isn't there anymore, um, but he, he just didn't look great this game. Quay Walker, again, looked not great. Um, he missed a tackle, had uh, of the seven defenders in the box, he had the lowest run grade, run defense grade. Um, How about it, that sack by Rashawn Gary? Boy, that was a gift. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was, but, it, you know, it's kind of that never give up. You know, <laughs> the quarterback might still be there if you go around the defender. and <laughs> He spins around and the quarterback runs into him. Hey! Mm -hmm. <laughs> you um, know what the way they've been calling pass um roughing the passer he could have got called for roughing the passer it's you, uh, yeah he did he did you feel that almost every sack not even the packer games you watch now but other like right. i've watched a couple primetime games and every time they tackle a guy where they land on him or throw him down a little it's like well is that going to be uh roughing the passer and i think it's is it the titans submitted a rule change proposal to make all personal fouls like roughing the passer reviewable. Mm -hmm. They, won't. they, they won't. won't after they tried to do it with pass interference and it was a fiasco. They're not going to do it again for a while. <laughs> um, I, there is a, I believe <clears throat> if you can believe pro football talk, they were saying that actually in the rule book, there is a part in there that says when in doubt, throw it out meaning throw the flag out. Oh, that's, I thought you meant you don't throw the you penalty don't have to out. Be, you mean yeah, throw I the know. Flag? That's usually that's the way you do it. When in doubt, throw it out. But no, this means like, it's okay. If you think it might be, just throw that flag. That's, I mean, that's how much they're protecting the quarterbacks right now. Mm -hmm. And and affecting the outcome of games, not in this one, but um, there's a lot of games that so far this year, we've only six weeks in, and there's been games where at the end of it, they throw a pass in or, or roughing the passer and um it changes the game mm -hmm. so Rashawn gary did have that sack 
three pressures in the game, but he also missed two tackles in a pretty ugly way and uh, did pretty poor overall defending the run. So that was frustrating to see. We talked about some glimmers of hope in the pass defense. Um, Eric Stokes, he had one good play in coverage that I remember, but overall didn't have a great game. Gave up two catches for 57 yards, which is over half the yards they got in the whole game. Right. Receiving. Um, <laughs> one of them being the 41 yarder. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That was frustrating to see. And one thing that is interesting is, um, you know, we, we have the, or was he maybe hurt this game? Who, who is our number one draft pick this last year? I can't think I'm blanking on his name, the defensive tackle. Oh, I can't remember his name. Boy, this is good. <laughs> I'll look it up quick. See, so, yeah, um, at Keeson Nixon return a, a kick return for 32 yards. That was nice to see. Yeah, that was decent. We had a decent return on a punt from Amari mm-hmm. Rogers before it was called back on a penalty. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, Devontae White is who I'm thinking of. Okay, there we go. Um, did he play in this game? I don't even see him I don't think on the so. stat. So maybe he didn't play at all. Okay. Because I, I was going to say, it's interesting that he hasn't been like separating himself at all as such a high draft pick that they, they had such high hopes on him. Um, and we haven't really seen anything because the guy filling in for him or playing ahead of him, I don't know if he was injured or he just didn't get the starting spot because of the way he's been playing is TJ Slayton who pay, played 20 snaps at defensive um, or that's on the defensive line. Um, but Slayton ended up with no pressures, no tackles. It's like, so we, we don't really have anything in that position to fill that, that role. No. Let's see. What other good news do I have for you? Bakhtiari played the whole game. I, I think we already mentioned Bakhtiari. Shoot. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, the Jets had a fine contingency that you saw quite a few Jets fans on the, uh, during the broadcast. Enough for a Lambo leap. Yes. Um, And watching it online, seeing different Jets fans, you know, this was a really big deal for them to come to Lambo. They've, they wanted to come to green Bay and watch a game. And it's not very common to have the Packers and Jets play and let alone at Lambo, but uh, that's got to see a win. (laughs) Yeah. And they had a, a nice win. Yeah. You, you did. I think you mentioned it last week possibly on the podcast that you thought there'd be quite a few Jets fans traveling to Lambeau because of those circumstances. And at least you couldn't really tell other than the noise because they're still wearing green. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, I don't know, man. Do you want to move on here? Yeah, I, I don't have. I mean, we there's not too much else to say offense defense and i mean special teams we've been kind of able to hang our hat on these last few weeks but that had so many cracks in it this game as well it's just they need to do something they need to figure something out we lost randall cop to injury like we said we don't have sammy watkins we don't have christian watson like who who do we have right now in the wide receiver room and if this is really who we're going to go with you have to find a way to get them open you have to scheme them open figure something out 
wonder what uh, Donald Driver and uh, Jordy are <laughs> doing right now. So, <laughs> well, was it preseason? You saw Jordy visiting the team. He still looks yeah. fit. He might be able to suit up. He might be our th- number three receiver at the moment, <laughs> or two or one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, and we haven't seen the offensive line play that poorly in a long time. Oh. So I think, it, I mean. The line is where you win and lose games in the NFL. It has been for a long time. And especially this season where so many teams are more run heavy than they have been in a long time. You know, the NFL cyclical, um, things like that. And you're seeing across the whole league teams running the ball more, passing less. Um, the offensive line is more important than ever. And you got a lot of big time pass rushers in the game at this point because they've been drafted so high. And, you know, kind of formed in the college ranks for a long time now. It's like we cannot lose at the line and expect to win games. I agree. And you know what? Usually at this time um, we do a game ball and I have I have none I can think of. I mean, it's just going to be making it up if we, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, uh, let's do the injury report first. And then we'll do, think do you about have that. one? I will. I I did not think of one in advance. I forgot about that, but I'll think okay. of one while we do the injuries. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. I got one. I got one. Bakhtari um, wasn't. Uh, he was limited at practice today um, with the knee. I think he'll pretty be normal with him at the moment. Yeah, we'll see him on this report all week. I bet. Um, and then, of course, we talked about Randall didn't practice. Rashawn Gary He's full got a practice. Toe. He had a full practice. Jake Hansen, um, biceps, uh, didn't practice. Alton Jenkins, um, oh, bad game. Limited practice with a knee. Aaron, we know about his uh, right thumb. He didn't practice. And then Christian Watson didn't practice with that hamstring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alton Jenkins, we've seen him just like Bakhtiari on here every week at the limited practice with that knee. Um, they made a lot out of the right thumb injury on Rodgers in the game. What did you think about that? I mean, I can imagine, you know, you're gripping a football. You have four fingers on one side of the ball and only one side of the ball and only your thumb on the other. That can affect things. And you yeah, saw him at multiple points kind of playing with it, shaking it. Yeah, and like crossing his arms and like trying to keep it protected. Um, I think <clears throat> besides the obvious on throwing the ball, Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's taken the snap underneath the center that, mm-hmm. that you can really get it mushed. You know, those bunts of steel when they uh, snap the ball. We did have that fumble handing it to A.J. Dillon, yeah, which I, I don't know. that The handoff from Rodgers, I couldn't spot anything that looked wrong with it. It looked like he put it right where it was supposed to be. Um, Dillon was kind of just looking ahead, kind of like a receiver who was watching ahead before they fully catch the ball. It looks like that's what was Dylan was doing on the handoff, right. but that's not the first time we've seen that from Dylan this year. Mm-hmm. So some, we, we have a number of players who need to do something to get their head right. It seems what's going on out there. <laughs> um, and then as far as other injuries on the commanders who were coming to play, you mentioned Carson Wentz with the right finger injury. Um, they have two tight ends on the report. Logan Thomas, who I believe is their starter with a calf injury. Um, they have a blank 
on his practice status. I don't really know what that means. I don't know how they're able to do that. I don't know if I've ever seen that. They have that for him and also Jahan Dotson, one of their main wide receivers with a hamstring injury, has a blank in the report, which is odd. Um, but they also man, they don't play by the rules. They don't play by the rules. Also, John Bates, another tight end, hamstring injury, another wide receiver, Diami Brown, groin injury, did not practice. Um, and that's, I'd say, the most notable names on here. Once again, we are going up against a team with more players on the injury report than we have, which is a silver lining. Not many more, but there's more. <laughs> have to find all the silver linings we can at the, at this yeah. point. I hear you. At least we're not going to Miami, huh? That's right. Hey, All right. Which, by the way, I just heard the uh, from your mother. Um, the high today in Miami was sixty-three. Yeah. Can you imagine going on vacation? Hey, I'm going to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you got your swimsuit packed and flip flops. It's been cold here where we are in Minnesota the last week or so. Um. I think today was one of the warmer days at like low forties. Um, I think it's, I think we're going to get back into like 60 tomorrow or fifties and then 60 the next day. I, okay. I believe Saturday or Sunday, we're supposed to hit 70, which is going to be very nice. That will be nice. Uh, all right. Let's do the game ball. And now it's time for, I don't know why. The Game Ball! I have a good one. This Game Ball is for all you fans who not only suffered through an ugly, ugly loss to the New York Jets, but are coming to listen about it. (laughs) <laughs> on our humble podcast that's a good one i like that I like we that. appreciate you we appreciate your dedication and we're glad that you're here you deserve this week's game ball so shoot us this your episode address. of barney is brought to you by <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think i had a good one i had a good i one. love you <laughs> you love me <laughs> but you're you're at player wise you're right i don't i don't really know who we'd give it to at all I, Maybe Bakhtiari just for playing. <laughs> yeah, I don't just know. Just for being in the game. <laughs> All right, let's do the... Uh, do you want to do the picks, or do you want to talk about the, the games this week and then do the picks for the coming week? Uh, I'll go over our picks from last week, and then we'll fill in any gaps of games we wanted to talk about that we found notable. Okay. So we went into this last week with Mike plus one in the standings. Uh, we had Commanders at the Bears, and we both thought the Bears would win that one. We were wrong. Mm-hmm. The Commanders took that one home 12-7. to seven in Another barn burner. Just another yeah, barn burner of a Thursday night game. Amazon Prime with that big-time investment making the most of it in these <laughs> ugly did, Thursday night games. Did we talk about Al Michaels? When he, I think it was two weeks ago. It was another lousy game. And he's like, you know what? This makes me wonder I should retire. This isn't fun. <laughs> this isn't fun. <laughs> I, I do. I don't remember if it was Al Michaels or his co-host there, but one of the Thursday night games 
the one of them goes, you ever watch a game where it's so bad, it's almost good. And the other guy goes, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Uh, uh, then we had Jets at Packers. I unfortunately got that one by picking the Jets. Don't feel good about it. Uh, then we had Vikings at Dolphins. We both took the Vikings over the Tua-less Dolphins. Tua-less. Sounded, that was kind of fun to say. Uh, <laughs> the Vikings did win it 24-16. to 16. And then Cowboys at Eagles. One where I took the Cowboys. You took the Eagles. I wanted to take the Eagles, but sold myself on the Cowboys. And then watched the game. Eagles dominated the first half. I think 20-0 to zero or 20-3, to three, maybe right at the end there with a field goal and then looked Cowboys looked really good in the second half came back almost looked like they were going to make a close game out of it and then lost 17 to 26. So Mike gets that one. Thank you. And we both took the chargers on Monday night football to beat the Broncos from everything I have seen. I didn't watch the game itself. It was a stinker of a game that came down to the final minutes of overtime to end 19, six chargers. We both got that one, right? So we split two games, meaning we go into this next week. Mike still, for I think the third or fourth week in a row, plus one. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, that's because I got the Eagles one, right? Yeah, I thought yeah. we would be tied up with you getting the Jets. But all right, appreciate your honesty. <clears throat> <laughs> well, it's, it's I recorded. <laughs> hard, hard to lie. I guess if you don't notice. <laughs> but no, no. You know, I don't I got play a good that memory. Way. It's just short. So yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, what other games do we want to talk about? How about the Fighting G Men, the resurgence of the New York football teams? What a year to be a New York football fan, whether it's Giants, Jets, or Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Just having a great year. But uh, in a last minute, uh, Lamar Jackson, thirteen yard line fumble, the G Men defeat the Ravens 24 to 20. Is that you see the uh, Buccaneers lost to the Steelers and uh, fake Ben was on his podcast saying, you know what? I, I played Tom Brady a lot and he does not look happy. He doesn't look like he's having fun out there. So, yeah. It looks like a guy who blew up his family and marriage to stick with football and now decided he's not having a fun year. <laughs> Almost like that. <laughs> Almost like that. Um, let's see what else. Anything that sticks yeah. out to you? The Bills squeaked one out over the Chiefs, twenty-four to twenty. That was a fun game. I watched a lot of that game. That was that was pretty much everything you expected that game to be. Not as high scoring as you might have thought, but mm-hmm. um, definitely entertaining. And you know that's a rematch from the huge you know showdown last year in the playoffs. That was just a actually a barn burner mm-hmm. and uh bill's got some revenge yep they look good they look mm-hmm. good all right you want to move on to this coming week yeah i don't see anything else too notable kind of uh yeah usually we have more games we want to talk about but nothing's jumping out to me too much so let's go into this next week mike is up Plus one, which means he has to play it safe. (laughs) (laughs) And we have, we're recording Wednesday. I don't know if we mentioned that. So you'll get this Thursday morning. 
Thursday night, we have the Saints traveling to the desert to take on the Cardinals. Who you got? You know, I, I've i seen a little bit of the Cardinals, and uh, they don't look very good. Um, Saints have a lot of injuries. Um, so it, to me, it's kind of a toss-up. I think they're both two and four. Um, yeah, they're, they're both struggling teams. I think I'm going to go with the, the Saints just because they're playing at home. They're not playing at home. Nope. They're going to the desert. That's right. I'll take the Cardinals because they're playing at home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take the Saints. <laughs> it's really a toss-up. It doesn't really I was matter. When you said Saints, I was about to go, me too. And then you went, because they're playing at home. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good one. All right. Uh, Vikings are off this week, right? Yep. They yeah. are. Lions are back against Cowboys. Yep. So Lions at Cowboys is our next matchup here. Um, what is, are the Lions still only at one win? Yes. Because they had a bye week, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're still at one win. The The fighting Dan Campbells are fighting from behind. <laughs> I love how he's such a rah-rah guy. It's like, you see the... Uh, um uh interviews with him and he's like no nope, we're not getting worried yet we're still very confident yeah. <laughs> there's nothing to see here <laughs> uh, i got the cowboys in this one i I'll i think the there's cowboys too all right i think there's also a chance dak prescott is back unless they're truly calling it a and i think it's just smoke from jerry jones trying to stir up the media calling it a qb controversy especially now that they they he got his first loss as a starter by losing to the eagles um, but I do think that. this was the end of the timeline for Dak to return. And I would be surprised if he's not playing in this game. I'm thinking he is, but they had a um, owner's meeting this week. And apparently Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones got into it a little bit, but I think it was more, <clears throat> excuse me, I saw Jerry that. Jones kind of barking at Kraft. Don't and, you mess with me. Yeah. And then he didn't use mess the first time you can, that, that special word this is a family with trucking. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's they voted to to keep uh, Goodall in as commissioner. And um, they voted 31 to 1, <laughs> 32 owners. And guess who was the one? Kraft. No. <laughs> Jones hates the setup they have for Goodall. He doesn't think they have enough benchmarks and stuff that he just makes all this money. It's yeah, like, I, I know it's something with him. He doesn't think he should be compensated as much as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's compensated very well, very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packers at Commandas. The Commandas. Um, the Fighting Dan Snyders. <laughs> <laughs> Digging I'm, my heels in. I am. I don't feel confident with it, but I am going with the pack this week. As well as I. I, I think they will bounce back a lot. I don't think they're going to look as ugly again. I think they're going to figure some stuff out. Hopefully, we can get the run game going. Um, and as you know, the commanders are a bit of a dumpster fire. The whole organization, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, right. we got, uh, then we have Sunday, Sunday night, night football. Yeah. Steelers at Dolphins. I don't know if Tua is supposed I- to be back or not. 
I think he is. And is he? I'm going to go with Dolphins. Okay. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> Tua with the Dolphins or go with the the shiny rookie with the Steelers. You know what? I think the Steelers are going to pull this one out. Okay, okay. I think they're, I'm sure it's an upset. I wonder what the line is on this. Should I look quick? I wonder I what the line seen. is for the Packer game. Uh, 27 and a half for the commanders. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I imagine we're favorites. Oh, not by much. Four and a half point favorites for the pack. How could they? How could it be anything other? Yeah. I mean, it's just. Dolphins are seven point favorites. Okay. And then, so I, I am taking the Steelers though. And then to give you a bit of um, a peek, since I saw it here before we picked the Monday night games, Bears at Patriots. Um, it's an eight point line for the Patriots. You, you see the Belichick had a long press conference where he spent, I think it was upwards of like 10 minutes talking about how great the Bears are and how they have so much talent and are well coached. He does that every week. Yeah, He does that. He, he'll pick up like a player or three on a, the next team and he just praises them. You remember, was it last year where he, he went for like 20 minutes talking about the inner workings of special teams? And how and just breaking it down and people are like with their mouths open and going, he's actually talking. He's actually <laughs> giving us something. <laughs> I'm taking the pats, the zappies, the fighting zappies. Same as here. All right. So what what do we differ on? I took the Saints over the Cardinals. You took cards. I took Steelers over the Dolphins and you took Dolphins. That's where we differ going in to this next week. All right. I'm getting one back. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What what other big matchups do we have this week? And anything that jumps out to you? Let me go back. I brought you back up to full screen, so I couldn't. Nothing really. So um... Seahawks versus Chargers might be a fun game. Chiefs 49ers could be a fun game. Those are both 3 o'clock, 3.30 games. Boy, that uh, Jets at the Broncos and the way the Broncos are playing, it looks like the Jets are going to go five and two. <laughs> what a time to be in New York. All right. Well, we got the picks done. I think we we did, you know, we polished this turd about as much as we could when it comes to the game. Excuse me. Do not rub against the microphone, Minka. He's got a kitty cat. He just jumped up on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> any any closing thoughts for you? Please, please, let's have a good game. Yeah, something fun to watch. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All you game ball winners for listening. We appreciate you wherever you are. Join us on the Facebook group, Bleeding Green and Gold. Submit your questions you want us to talk about on there. And until next week, go pack. Go. Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast with your hosts, Sean and Mike Reagan. Make sure to subscribe and check out the website at bleedinggreenandgold.com. Join the Facebook group. 
All questions and comments are welcome. Send them to feedback at bleedinggreenandgold.com. And until next time, Go Pack Go! Go!